So I'm totally making fun of you right now. <laughs> Just starting it you, off that yeah, way. Because you spilled the drink everywhere. I'm aware. Okay. Did Is there a stain in your carpet? No. Because of me. Because no, but now we can't clink. And you keep getting on me because we don't clink. 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 <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just click your nails a little bit. There you go. That's clinking for everyone. cordially requests that you be our dinner guests as you join us for another episode of Wine and Dine. Hey everybody, uh, welcome back to uh, Wine and Dine. I'm Megan. I'm Ashley. And uh, we're about to hit y'all with our September mini-sode. All the things to expect, uh, all the things that we're going to be reading. But first, this episode is brought to you by Moe's Southwest Grill because nothing says romance month. <laughs> Like the subway of Mexican food. <laughs> I like it. I'm it is. sorry. It was, it was, it was good. real good. It was kind of like, um, kind of like Chipotle, but like low key. It was mm-hmm. like low key Chipotle. Yeah, very low key. It was delicious as well. I smashed what? that in about two seconds. You did. You were just like, ah. Which is why I spilled the drink because I was more <laughs> focused on that burrito than. <laughs> You got you got to be focused on something, and yeah. I feel like a burrito is a pretty good fixation to have. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so September is not like Romance Month in general. September is Romance Month because it's Ashley's wedding month. Yay! I'm getting married at the end of this month, and I'm so stressed out. <laughs> no, like I I've actually gone back and I've listened to our podcast that we did. Back when I was just like a guest yeah. on the subject tonight. Oh, wow. And, Throwback. And we were um, talking about the wedding and just like how like chill of a bride I am and how like relaxed I am. And I'm just like. That was when you still had two years to plan the still wedding. I had two years to plan the wedding. Or no, it was just a year. A year, but still. And I'm sitting here now going, I guess I still act chill, but at the same time, like. I also want to kill everyone. <laughs> I don't think. I'm, I haven't hit that point. It's just like the whole running around last minute like what do you think of this what do you think of this what's the difference between canary yellow and buttercup yellow and i'm going it's yellow yeah can can you just make sure that it looks yellow like don't make it look cream don't make it look orange just hit me with a solid yellow thanks i need i mean i don't want a big bird yellow but yellow (laughs) just happiness thank you yeah that's all you want but no, it's going to get more and more stressful. Like if I can find it, I will try to post it to our Instagram. When I was getting married, we had to have a change of venue, mm-hmm. like literally four days before the wedding. Yeah. And so I was already stressed out because I recorded myself maybe four or five weeks before that sending out everyone's invitations and mm-hmm. like self-addressing them and licking each envelope <laughs> and it's just me crying while licking an envelope i'll see if i can find that and put that on instagram but like that's what it's like to plan a wedding if you don't kind of like have the money or resources to get a wedding planner like planning your wedding <laughs> by yourself sucks well, and <laughs> so I, bad i mean like i'm still i would still consider myself blessed i've been through this whole three years yeah hashtag blessed through the three years i've had you and tia and my mother and my grandmother all Mm -hmm. step up my aunts have all come to me and helped me out in multiple ways that and you know even my mother-in-law to be she's helped out in in ways that i could not have fathomed a year ago Mm -hmm. and i'm so blessed and so very thankful and hopefully i can convey that to them 
in more ways than just this podcast. Yeah. No, this is all you get. Don't expect another thanks. You got a shout out on the podcast. Goodbye. No, I'm kidding. No. Um, no, see, you are a better bride than I was 100% though, because at least you will allow people to help you. Mm. I got to the stressed out point where I was just like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do everything. I don't want anybody else to do anything involved. Right. And like, it just, well, I, think I don't think fun. I necessarily reached bridezilla, yeah. but I was not fun. You weren't fun. <laughs> but the thing of the matter <laughs> is, yeah, you confidence. weren't fun. But I, and I think because Jess got a little urge with me today when we were looking for her dress she's like it's whatever you want and I'm like I really do not care you could wear a paper sack I don't care you're still standing up there you're still standing up just make sure that paper sack is apple red (laughs) not even that I just yeah at this point it's like I don't just be there yeah that that's to the point where I'm at just be there and just be happy and enjoy a good time I don't want anybody else stressing out because that's what kicks me off if it's not that I I'm stressed out it's I see other people stressed, stressed out. out and then I get stressed out because I want to fix why they're stressed mm-hmm. out so like literally of day of it's gonna be Ashley don't worry about it we got this and I'm literally gonna have to like breathe into a paper bag because I'm gonna have to do something that I physically had issues with my whole life and that is let other, other people, people do, do things. Mm-hmm. I My anxiety, like anytime I have to give up any control of anything, my anxiety spikes. Mm-hmm. And like I'm going to be a nervous wreck on that Sunday. And rightfully so. I mean, I'm getting married. I yeah. have every right to be nervous and freaking out. But it's going to be over things that wouldn't normally probably make me mm-hmm. freak. Um but yeah, hopefully we can go in with a game plan and know who's going to be where. And, and then just watch Jesse run that game plan into the ground. I'm kidding. I promise. Dude, it's going to be a beautiful be a... ceremony. I promise. Yeah. I mean, he only gets, he, let's see, we have, he gets 30 minutes technically. Okay. Not even that. I don't think that he's taking a full 30 minutes. And that's perfect. I think perfect. it's closer to like because literally, I'm gonna 15 have to, to 20. I'm going to have to literally turn to him halfway. Maybe I hope. Can you speed this up? My feet hurt. <laughs> Not can... even like my feet hurt. It's going to be like he's gonna be like what are we married yet <laughs> i have to poop <laughs> if you if they can't hear that i am like upping the volume on that so loud so that everyone I, can no hear because we're, i'm such a nervous pooper too same same okay so it's gonna be one of those like i have to poop if anyone else has nervous poops because i have to go to the bathroom someone's got to explain to everybody she is coming back i swear she's, she's just gonna poop it's she okay she has to poop David. this is not it's runaway like, bride she's not running away from you she just really has to poop all so of a like sudden. when i get nervous or like incredibly upset about something i have to poop and <laughs> it, i don't i don't until ashley i had not met anyone else that had what i refer to as the nervous poops so, like, if anyone else out there gets nervous poops and you don't mind sharing that on social media, please tweet at me and yeah. let me know that I'm not alone. Nervous poops. <laughs> They're a thing. Hashtag nervous poops. Hashtag okay. Because <laughs> nothing other... says romance like nervous poops. Yeah. But other than the nervous pooping and the having to let go and things like that, my wedding is going to be beautiful. I know it's, it's going to be, be awesome. I'm going to have an amazing team there with me. It, it's great. Um we might leave the connections of who I work with, my vendors and stuff, possibly links down oh, below. Oh, yeah. We can definitely do that. So if people want to um, look into them, if you're planning your own wedding in the in indie the, area, in the area um, go ahead and check them out. Other things to be on the lookout for, 
I actually have stuff that's going on this month. Finally, August is done. September is here, and they're not letting us down. Oh, my gosh. Like, seriously, the only one event that happened in August we didn't even find out about until, like... We had already recorded every episode, Yeah, and it was too late. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, you got to be kidding me. But here's some cool things that are happening this month. It's National Illiteracy Month, um, which HPB is going National Literary Month. On September 8th, 5% of all proceed benefits will go to the literary partners. And they have part they have their partners list on their other website. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the partners there are like for nonprofit agencies that help schools get reading materials, stock up their libraries. Oh, good. Um, I don't know. There's one there that I, I just saw their local, but I know they do all of the literary boxes all around downtown. Yeah. So that's, it's like free library books, pretty much. You just go to this little, like, kiosk thingy on the ground, and you can literally pull out a book, read it, go to a different kiosk, put that book out, and take another one out. It's free. It's to the public. You know, it's all through donated books. That is actually really nice. I like that. So that's something to be on the lookout for if you want to donate to your local charity or community, and, you know, you don't really want to, like give just random money you want to buy some yeah if you want to give money and and get books there's that also they're coming out hpb does this cool thing where they make buttons yeah per campaigns and there's going to be a whole new set of buttons for this campaign it'll be a set of four um and they all have like literacy quotey things to them so that's kind of cool the other thing HPB is doing is um, at the end of this month, it's Ban Book Awareness Week, which runs from September 23rd to September 29th. Mm-hmm. And it's to make awareness that there are certain books out there that are banned from public places. Public to- places, public schools especially. Yeah. And it's it's just an awareness to bring to light that, you know, these authors out there that write amazing works of literature unfortunately don't always get the spotlight Mm -hmm. that they deserve and i mean and it's not as if they're just blaming like adult erotica books like Mm -mm. that would make sense obviously i don't want a 10 year old reading 50 shades okay i mean that's on the banned books but also fahrenheit 451 is on there which is hilarious because the whole book is about the perils of banning reading and banning books yeah how are you gonna ban a book that warns you about the dangers of banning books irony at Mo- its most, core. I mean, most of the banning reasons have to do with either political climates, social issues, or religious attributes. Mm-hmm. Those are the big three of reasons why a lot of these books got banned due to certain issues that were going on in today's society. I mean... Just let your kids learn something, okay? Like, obviously... Or sexual content, I guess, because Catcher in the Rye does have sexual content. You know, and there's a certain part of me that is like, okay, we need to protect the kids. But, like, at the same time, Mm. like, yes, uh, um, I'm trying to think, uh, what is it? Is it Huck Finn? Mm -hmm. Where they call him N-word Jim... Yep. Okay. They use the N-word several times in that book. That historically would have made sense for the time. Let your children learn that at some point that was that was kosher and we want to get to the point where it's not anymore. Mm. So you're we're we're whitewashing everything to the point where kids just think it it never happened. Right. Like you can't do that. You 
oh, I'm sorry. I'm just really passionate on this subject. So like I shut down because like I don't want to go into a giant rant mode. But Banned Books Week is like huge for me. You'll see me tweeting about it like all week about all the different books that changed my life that are considered banned Mm -hmm. and, you know, why I love them and what they meant to me and Mm -hmm. what I got out of them. So like if you feel like doing that, you can follow me on Twitter at McSpicyNugget. Um, yes, that's my Twitter handle. We'll, we'll link your tweets out under the yeah. Wine and Dine, too, as well. E- exactly. But, I mean, just stop. Mm. Drives me nuts. We did, when I was a senior, one of our requirements for our senior lit class was to pick out of the list of banned books a book of our choosing. We had to read it cover to cover. We had to give a verbal presentation and write a 10-page essay on like a review of the book why the book was banned why you think it should be unbanned oh okay and i thought that was really cool and unfortunately i think that i was in the only class that did that well i was gonna say i'm surprised that your teacher was able to do that so i mean we had uh, we all had to sign waivers oh well yeah that sounds right yeah all of our parents had to sign waivers at the beginning of the year which i only think one kid didn't get to participate in it and that wasn't even because his parents didn't sign the waiver but like he just didn't give a shit oh well you know and he just like didn't care so like all he had it was he just he was still in the class like he still was there yeah he his paper though was a little bit different since he didn't write a book he had to literally argue the facts of why ban why books get banned and why maybe those banned books shouldn't be banned any longer like that was strictly what his paper was yeah so, like, this, the teacher still made him participate. He wasn't out of it. He just couldn't read one of the banned books. Hmm. So, but all of our, like, our librarian, God love her, she ordered all the books and... Oh, so you guys didn't even have to pay for them or anything. It was the school no, provided them based the on what The school you provided them because it got approved through the school board. Okay. But it was this one teacher that only got to do it. So, if yeah. you weren't in that teacher's class, you didn't get to do it. So... Mm-hmm. And we were all seniors, so we were 17, 18 years old, and that was, I guess, why the school board was like, okay, you know, sure, yeah. whatever. If let's... someone sees a boob in this book, they've already seen a boob. <laughs> well, and it's one of those, like, the list wasn't extreme. It was a long list, yes, yeah. but, like, Harry Potter was on the list. Yeah. And we were like, what? Harry Potter's a banned book? And our mm-hmm. teacher's like, yep, as long and, and then like... Because it like, mentions witchcraft and that mm-hmm. can be a potential issue for religious families. The color purple is a banned book? That one drives me insane because I think it is a beautiful story. However, there is lots of graphic sexual nature in it because of, you know, rape and then there's like a little lesbian scene and yeah. it's just like... So obviously... I think it I think it is a beautifully written book. I think it is very important for people to read. That's one of the few books though that I will have to say like, yeah, I don't want my 10-year-old reading that book. Like mm. I'm okay with that. And I think here's the thing that I was okay with. I mean, I I'm okay with it. Is I'm a senior. I'm going into college. Mm-hmm. I should be experiencing the world. The world and I don't think I would be signing that waiver so freaking fast for my kid yeah. going, yes. Oh, and on top of that, you should read two more from that list. Exactly. Because at that point, they should be reading stuff that is not the norm, not something that you're just given to at school and it's shoved down your throat. It should be something that is outside of that comfort bubble that you've built. Oh, absolutely agree. 
So absolutely, I, I love it. I hope my school still does it. And if not, if I become a millionaire off of this podcast, I'm totally going to donate and have specific <laughs> reasons to why the literary seat department has to do what they're doing. Yes. It's happening. Agreed. Agreed. So there's one more thing that's happening this month, and that is the Marion County Public Library Sale. Woo! So the library sale this year runs from September 7th to September 15th. Members night will be on September 7th from 5.30 to 7.30. Now, do you remember, you have to be a member of the Public Library of Marion County. Like to- you have to have a residency and have a library card. You actually have to have a member's card. And the oh. member's card is $25. However, it is good for a whole year. You can buy member's cards at door. Okay. Um, and all proceeds go to the public libraries. Cool. So um, what I recommend, honestly, is buying it at the beginning of the year in January at the first sale. And then you get to basically be the first one in the door mm-hmm. to all the sales for the rest of the year. And that's five sales that you're going to get to go to. So that's to. $5 a sale. Right. I kind of like that. Yeah. Open to the public starts on September 8th from 10 to 4, and then it goes to September 13th, 12 to 7. September 14th is half price, which will run from 12 to 7, and then the $7 bag night is on September 15th from 10 to 4. But just remember, the longer that you wait, the less that will be there. So yes, the 50% off sale is awesome. The $7 bag sale is awesome. The likelihood that you're going to find an entire bag's worth of things that you want, though, diminishes the closer True, that you True, but get. I mean, it, I'm, I mean, this is just what you and me do. We could literally go in together. And fill, fill that bag. And fill that bag up, walk out with a giant bag of books. Between the two of us, we're spending like two fifty dollars apiece. Well, that, that would be $5. Okay, so a little bit three fifty. Three fifty apiece. Thank we you. got this. Math. Math. okay so we have talked about all the sales we have talked about the importance of banned books and literacy months Mm -hmm. um so now it's on to uh, what what, we're reading yeah you want to start us off so if you can't already tell the theming is going to be all wedding related so something old something new something borrowed something blue yeah so for my new books i'm actually going to do basically talk about the new series that i'm just obsessed with right now and that's going to be my new because i literally went to the library got all three books in the series and i've already smashed through illumine which is actually what is called the illumine series by jay Craw- jay christoph and amy kaufman Ooh, a double book it I, I can only describe this as um 2001 space odyssey meets um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay, so it's like a sci-fi thriller? Yes. Okay. So, like, and each book's a little bit different because it's taking place in this world that is out on the outer rim of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And the first book starts off with two unlikely people, you know, coming together and leaving this planet that's getting attacked by Baytech. And so that's all we really know right now is that Baytech is a bad company. They pretty much shot up everybody on this planet, dropped this new type of bio chemical warfare. Oh. Yeah, to where basically so if you inhale this toxin through the air, you start to go crazy. But in the way of like, you know, 
not like hee 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 crazy, but like the whole someone's staring at me. They need to stop staring like at me. Paranoid schizophrenic yes. crazy. It's the point where the one of the things that you you notice about these people that are inflicted is that they mumble the same phrase. Don't look at me. Yeah. So it's like they'll just go, Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Oh no. And like at that point, you know shit's going down (laughs) and like they don't feel pain they move very fast-ish not very much like zombie-esque but like they're like Like, almost like superhuman-esque yeah so like everything is much more aware within their system it's like the the they're on overload they're on overload and they mumble to themselves but like something else that this drug does it brings up things that you would be regretful of so like, so like, as in you lose your inhibitions, or like you tell your deepest darkest secrets. You tell your deepest darkest secrets. Oh no! Or like the simple fact of like there was. Don't sign me up for this drug. <laughs> there, there's another character that they just pass, and they, um, he's mumbling to himself, staring at a blank wall, going, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry," and he's holding a teddy bear. Yeah, and I guess like it's explained through the AI tells them later, like, "Oh, his daughter." died in Carenza and he didn't like save her and he feels all like this guilt and remorse for not saving her and he just happens to come by a teddy bear while he's getting inflicted by all this crazy drug you know and that's what he latches that's what his brain latches on to yeah but the cool thing about this these books is is that they're all told through like web chats and imaging oh my gosh guys she just opened this book and it is amazing and like surveillance monologuing notes and it's it is cool there's literally a point i'm gonna lose my place there's literally a point in illumini where it's just two pages full of people's photos and i really okay if you're gonna read it that's fine what i really auto recommend is do the auto audio books they have a full cast of people oh so it's not just one person it's a full cast (gasps) and like that page brought me to tears because it's all these different people saying the names of the victims of 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 the incident and it's just like oh my gosh it literally brought me back to like the first few hours of 9 11 yeah and them just like saying the names of the The people people that had already passed that had already passed and like you're you're just sitting there and like the the names start to overlap almost at Mm -hmm. one point and then it all hushes out and it's just it's the audiobooks are beautifully done the books are beautifully done so that's my new i'm gonna try to read this whole freaking series as quickly as i can i love it to death my first review of illumine illumine is already out on my blog post so go check that out i'm obsessed with it love them to death um my something old actually is going to be the tale of prospero redding by alexander bracken because we've already read that one we've old already book. read that it's a beautiful book and it's a good segue book i think i'm going to read this maybe at the end of the month mm-hmm. because it has more of a halloween-esque vibe to yes. it um this i think he's like what 14 or 15 14 or 15 yeah uh 14 or 15 old boy that lives in around salem massachusetts mm-hmm. and his family has made a deal with basic quote-unquote a demon yeah not the devil himself or anything it's it's a demon but it's the prince of demons Mm -hmm. pretty much and it's i guess like this demon inflicts upon one member of the redding family like ever so often and Mm -hmm. like 
the only way to get rid of him is to kill him, but the demon doesn't want to die this time, so he, like, does things... To help his host. To help to, his To help host. him escape. Yeah. It, it's really, really funny. Basically, like, the demon grants them a buttload of money, but he's yeah. like, okay, but at the end of your life, I'm taking your soul, okay? You don't come work for me for eternity. And then the guy that he made the deal with was like, okay, that's great, I'll do it. And then when it came time to pay up, he was like, mm, I don't think so. Trap the guy killed somebody and now he has to wait i want to say it's another 14 years mm -hmm. in order to try to I think it's like every yeah every 14 years maybe. different person 14, 13 15, 14 something yeah. like that it's a weird number so um but yeah so it's all about his you know rich family and everyone is in on it mm -hmm. and they were like okay well time to kill someone and like it's the one it's the one kid that they don't really care for yeah they're like super psyched to kill him and then the demon was like hey i'm gonna help you get out of this and he's like yeah i would like to not die today <laughs> and then it's like him living with a demon inside of him and you know do i help my family do i help the demon do i you know what do i Why do, do i so, do so so good yeah but technically i'll i will say that is both an old and a new one because the the dreadful tale of prosper reading is the book that ashley and i passed back and forth and she wrote in it and then i wrote in it so now we can both like i got to see what she wrote and now she's going to read it and be able to see what i wrote as i was reading different thoughts that i was having mm -hmm. reactions that i had so yeah. it, it's kind of fun if you guys don't do that with your friends like and totally you're, need to do you don't that. have to you don't have to like ruin the book if you're not all for annotating i i'm like a-okay with annotating but uh, if you'd rather sticky note it, like you can sticky note it and it's no biggie. But yeah. it's it's a really fun way to interact with books with your friends. Yeah. It's, it's cool. I enjoy it. I mean, it kind of gets me to really start, like, stop and actually think about, like, yeah. what I'm reading and what I'm comprehending. So my something borrowed is me and Megan actually are borrowing a book from each other yeah. this month. So mine is A Living Nightmare, Cirque Defeat by Darren Shan. Um I've been told it is not like the movie. Oh my god! At no. all. If you have not read the book and you've seen the movie and you were like, "What is this? What <laughs> What is this literal pile of garbage? What is this dumpster fire?" It's okay. The book won't let you down like the movie did. <laughs> so I guess it's supposed to be considering something similar to Stephen King's Salem Lot. Um, and Cirque du Freak is a frightening saga of a young boy who visits a mysterious freak show, leads him on a journey into the dark world of vampires. I'm just going to say right now, it says vampires, Megan. Are you really <laughs> sure you want me to read this? And you know how much I, I despise vampires. They are, they are not even close to your typical been there done that vampire okay, and I, I think that you would appreciate the breath of fresh air that comes good. with it um i also think that you'll appreciate like the different cast of characters the sarcasm all the quips because it's making it seem based on its goodreads like mm -hmm. description like it's some creepy horror book and like you have to remember that yes it is supposed to be kind of like spooky creepy but mm -hmm. it, this book was marketed to teens so yeah. so like it's not it's definitely not you know pet cemetery or anything like it's this book is not going to give you nightmares i know i was like but, stephen king oh no this is not good but no it is so good there are 12 books in the series i was telling ashley while i was recommending this to her if i had not read harry potter first mm -hmm. i have a feeling that cirque du freak would have been my harry potter like it's it's so good i've read the series multiple times darren shan is my favorite author he is just spectacular He's with his with his writing eyes. he really is like, i think that I think out of every author i think I darren meet. shan for you is the same as mega cat meg cabot is for me yes 
Like, even though, yes, Harry Potter's my favorite series, yes, I would definitely like to meet J.K. Rowling, but, mm. like, if I had to choose between meeting Joanne and meeting Darren, I'm going to choose Darren in a heartbeat. Yeah. Like, that's, that's with me. If I got a moment to, to just sit down with Meg Cabot and pick her brain mm-hmm. about the Shadow Cabinet or just just any of the Shadow series, I would totally do it because her books all through high school, I swear, just put a smile on my face each time. Like, the only... So, you guys are going to go travel back in time with me for a second. <laughs> like, I had an ex in high school, and, like, I don't have any, like bad feelings towards him Mm -hmm. or whatever like he's out living his life i'm out living my life totally fine whatever Mm. but there is a really strong part of me Mm. that would really like to reform a bond just so i can convince him to give me his signed copy of the (laughs) demonata he has a signed first edition lord loss um which is the second series that i told you i was like i don't think that you would like it it's a lot more dark and gory or whatever but he has a signed edition of that book and my god do i want it (laughs) Just break into his house and steal it. Oh, my God. I don't feel like he, his wife, or his kids would appreciate if I did that. So I'm not going to steal it. <laughs> my but mean... if he wants to send it to me, and for some reason he's listening to this podcast, you know who you Just are. Please, it to please you. send me this book. <laughs> well, okay. And then, okay, so something blue. Unfortunately, I have two books here already that are blue. Yeah. So I'm just going to be like, I'm going to overlay it and just You're allowed call to. it. It's just like Booktubeathon, where you can do multiple ones. You didn't quite hit the seven book recommendation, but you're you got them all covered. Yeah. So. So Gemini is blue, and then the Tale of Prospero writing is also blue. Mm-hmm. So I did it. I'm good. I'm what about you, you, girl? What do you got? So I guess if we're going in order, mm-hmm. um, so you have to go something new. Yeah. So something new. Uh, also sticking with the Darren Chan theme, uh, I'm going to be reading The Thin Executioner, which is my favorite Darren Chan book. Okay, it's actually one of his something... only. Or oh, that's my something. Isn't it something old, something new? I did something new, something old. Oh, okay. Well, poop. Okay. Well, then let me Just go back. Do whatever you want. Okay. Well, I'm already on old, so we're sticking we're with gonna old. We're going to stick with old. So my something old is The Thin Executioner by Darren Chan. <laughs> it is one of his only standalone books because usually he does these like really thrilling series. Mm-hmm. Um, and But he did this one. And it was really out of the ordinary because he really likes touching on, like, the demonic and the paranormal. Mm-hmm. And this one is, in a kingdom of merciless tyrants, Jebel Rum's family is honored as royalty because his father is the executioner. But Rashid Rum is near retirement, and when he goes, there will be a contest to determine his successor. It is a contest that thin, puny Jebel has no chance of winning. Humiliated and ashamed, Jebel sets out on a quest to faraway home uh, of a legendary fire god to beg for inhuman powers so that he can become the most lethal of men. He must take with him a slave named Tel Hassani to be sacrificed to the god it will be a dark and brutal and brutal journey filled with lynch mobs suicide cults terrible monsters and worse monstrous men but to jebel the risk is worth it to retrieve his honor to wield unimaginable power and to become the thin executioner so that sounds very middle eastern it is it, okay. and, and he did so much research on this book like it is fantastic and it has like a lot of religious aspects to it so mm-hmm. like if you really want to be challenged um, like to think outside the box and maybe to think outside of your particular religious sect mm-hmm. and kind of see things from another point of view. This is a fantastic book for you. It really, 
really makes you think like I cannot stop thanking my aunt Dawn enough she remembered how much I loved him as an author Mm -hmm. and years later was like I'm gonna get this for you for your birthday completely surprised me so like it is so if you ever meet him you have to bring that book that is the one I will have (laughs) him sign like don't get me wrong if my ex still wants to send me his Lord (laughs) Lost book I'll take it but I want this one so much more um so that was my old. My new is going to be Rotten Rot and Ruin, which is a book series that I got at one of our last. That was at the library. That the, was at the library one. Yeah, so at our last library July. sale. Yeah, I still have not read it. Um, if we're being completely honest, I might have read like two or three books out of that pile. I continuously buy more books. I have not touched half of the books that I bought. So I want to do that as my new one. So it's called Rotten Ruin by Jonathan Mayberry or Mabry, M A B, M A Berry, Mabry Mayberry, whatever. Girl, you're looking at the wrong person. It's Jonathan. What's up? (laughs) So it says, in a zombie-infested post-apocalyptic America where Benny and Mura lives, every teenager must find a job by the time they turn 15 or get their rations cut in half. Benny doesn't want to be an apprentice as a zombie hunter with his older brother Tom, but has no choice. He expects a tedious job whacking zombs for cash, but what he gets is a vocation that will teach him what it truly means to be human. So um, I'm a little concerned because Goodreads mm-hmm. only has 42% five star, mm-hmm. 34% four star, 16% three star, 4% two, and 2% one. So it's very like 50-50. It was great or eh. eh. So I don't know, but I bought three out of the four books. I could have had all four books. I think I already <laughs> talked about this, but I was stupid. And I was like, oh, no, I don't need that one. I already have it. And it was a totally separate book. So darn. maybe I'll hate them anyway, and they'll just end up going back somewhere. You they, never they know. Might. Who knows? So uh, that's my old, my new. My borrowed is one that you've given me, and mm-hmm. it's called One of Us is Lying by Karen McManus. I love this Um book. Uh, according to Ashley, it's kind of like a Breakfast Club meets Pretty Little Light. Or, yeah, or Revenge. I would call it more like a revenge plot equals the Breakfast Club. So the tagline is "Pay close attention, and you might solve this." On Monday afternoon, five students at Bath U High walk into detention: Bronwyn, the brain; Addie, the beauty; Nate, the criminal; Cooper, the athlete; and Simon, the outcast. Only, si- um, only Simon never makes it out of the classroom. Before the end of detention, Simon's dead, and according to the investigators, his death wasn't an accident. On Monday, he died, but on Tuesday, he planned to post juicy reveals about four of his high-profile classmates, which makes all four of them sec- uh, suspects in his murder. So, so if, if you didn't actually catch it, the name of the school in that is the same name of the school that they go to in the movie. Oh, Bayview High? Yep. Huh. I think that's the same thing, yeah. So it's literally Breakfast Club meets Pretty Little Liars, and I freaking... I wouldn't even call it Pretty Little Liars. I think it's more like, like just a murder, a murder mystery. mystery. I love it. With the Breakfast Club. And I love the cover so stinking much. Definitely I, go check it out. I can't even. Cover. I can't even. This um, can't even. author is coming out with another book here at the end of the year, I believe, as mm-hmm. well. Um, and it has kind of a carry vibe to it. Yeah. So then I think, what's the last one? Borrowed uh, Blue, right? Yeah, something blue. Um, so the my borrowed, or not my borrowed, my blue. blue is All the Things We Cannot See by Anthony Doerr. Um, I've had this one on my, like, to-be-read list for a hot second, and it's basically about these uh, little kids, one's French and one's German, and they uh, their paths collide mm-hmm. in occupied France while both try to survive the devastation of World War II. Oh, so okay. it doesn't seem like, uh, 
you know, a romance mystery or anything. It's a historical fiction and it seems like, you know, innocent children caught up in the middle of this war that like their paths cross and, you know, they're forever changed kind of thing. And yeah. I just thought that was like a really nice change of pace yeah. for me who's like doing nothing but reading YA and, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So stepping outside my box. I like it. But it's a blue cover. It's a really pretty cover. So you should check that out too. Yep. I like it. I like it all. So, I mean, is there any other pressing? That's it. I mean, other than, um, you know, definitely make sure to follow us on Instagram. We do have an Instagram account. I swear we do. I know. Do. I just am terrible and I haven't been <laughs> posting to it, but I promise it is going to happen. Um, it's also at Wine and Dine Pod. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing on Twitter and Instagram. Eventually, I'll probably make a Facebook page too, but like, yeah. let's be honest. Like, if I'm not even keeping up with the Instagram, I'm not going to keep up with the Facebook <laughs> I need to take over something, I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to add anything else to your plate right now. So, like, maybe post... Post-wedding? Post-wedding, post-honeymoon, you're going to have to take over some social media. Okay. I will take over the social media. It's okay. It's cool. Um, so but that's it. Yeah. Until then, I'm Megan. I'm Ashley. And this was Wine, Wine and Dine. The ladies of Wine and Dine would like to thank you for listening to tonight's episode. If you have a wine you would like to suggest or maybe something you would like the ladies to read, please email us at wineanddinepod at gmail.com. Nachos. There's no such thing as too much nachos. I could smash a whole nother burrito. Dude. Can can we go get another burrito?